0: To the truth, simply put, the teaching broadcast vehicle of the Basilea Commission. On today's teaching by Alexander Victor, God's Word, rightly divided in the light of Christ, who is the central theme of the entire scriptures, will come with simplicity, precision, clarity, and power to instruct, admonish, edify, and build you up into the full measure of the stature of Christ. Now, let's dive straight in. Are you ready to say this with
1: me? Yes, it, it encapsulates my message. And um, feel free to respond as the Lord lays on your heart to respond. It's my reality. And I'm hoping that for anybody who's listening, it's your reality. Yes, so just say it back with me if you believe. You know the word of God comes first for believing yes. and then for understanding. Yes, you will say with me, I affirm, and I affirm and declare that I am a son of God. Yes. Justified by, grace through faith justified by grace through faith and accepted in the beloved. And in the I am an heir of the Father and I am an heir and joint air with the Son. The, the, the Spirit of God dwells in me and I am seated with Christ in the heavenly. I, am with in the heavenly. I, affirm, I affirm that the grace of God, grace of God is, fully is fully at work in my life. This life that I now live this life that I now by faith, in the Son of God. By faith in the Son of God. Therefore, Therefore I, am of ability, I am conscious of God's divine ability. Which is now fully resident in me. Which is now fully resident in me, empowering, me empowering me to walk worthy of my calling. To walk and to, be on and to be Christ on display. His grace equips me. His grace equips me. For supernatural possibilities. For supernatural possibilities. And, extraordinary and extraordinary capabilities. Within the remit of God's will. As captured in the faith of God. Nothing is impossible to me. Nothing is impossible. I enjoy boundless favor I enjoy boundless favor With God and with man With God and with man By grace I am saved By grace I am saved By grace I am sustained By grace I am sustained By grace I
2: am, By grace, I am preserved By
1: grace I am preserved By grace I navigate and overcome adversity
2: By grace I navigate and overcome
1: by grace, I am edified. By grace I am edified. By grace I grow in sound doctrine. By grace I appropriate all that is mine in Christ Jesus. Henceforth and always, I remain fully conscious. I remain fully conscious. Deliberately aware. Deliberately of the unlimited workings, of the, unlimited workings. Of, the of, of the grace of God in every area of my life. Of my life. For, it For it is by grace that I am what I am, I am, what I am. And, God's and God's grace towards me is, is and, will and will not be in vain. Be in vain. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Is my grace creed. That is my grace creed. I enjoy boundless favor with God and with man. I'm grace for supernatural possibilities, extraordinary capabilities within the remit of God's will. That's my grace reality. So you can attack grace all you want and let us who understand it spend it. Because to spend it, you must understand it. Yes. Multiple definitions for grace. All kinds. The first one that comes to mind is a very popular one. Unmerited favor. Mm-hmm. I was speaking somewhere a few months ago, maybe about a year ago now. I can't, I can't remember. Some of you were there with me. when I said, when you talk about grace in the New Testament, don't think favor. It's beyond favor it's beyond favor favor simply kindness right unusual kindness or approval or preference towards someone or something that's when somebody's favored it means somebody has been elevated above others does that make sense um in in a in a situation where there would have been equal opportunity somebody's preferentially treated you know so, most times you find in the Old Testament, the word for grace is the word chanan, from the word, the word chen, C-H-E-N, from the word chanan in the Hebrew. And it appears about 68 or 69 times in the Old Testament. And in the bulk of those appearances of chanan in the Hebrew, in the Old Testament, is referring to favor with man. Of course, a few times it's rendered favor with God, Um, As in in the case of Noah, when it says, and Noah found grace. Now, if you check some translations, they will translate it, he found favor. So, because again, as you see already, and I'm sure with the um, the way the study has gone so far, your understanding of biblical interpretation has gotten better. Such that you cannot say, um, Noah found salvation in the sight of God. Because neither is there salvation in any other. So on the basis of that, we can conclude that contextually, grace that Noah found was not salvation. It's in the same vein, I've said this, and a lot of pastors don't like it because of how it makes them look. That scripture in Proverbs that says, "He that wins a soul is wise. Yes. and I've shown you that it ha- cannot have anything to do with evangelism. Yes. There's only one soul winner, yes. one, one, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, he shall save his people from their sins. He. Yes. So you are not safe to save others. You can't save anybody. Yes. Why didn't you save yourself? only if a man saved you that you can be primed to believe that you can save others because after all a man like you saved you he that wins a soul is wise couldn't have been about salvation because there's nothing called soul winning in the sense of evangelism in the time when solomon was writing because you call it soul winning as evangelism but it's in proverbs And all it takes is seeing this translation in other modern translations. And some of the modern translations wrote from older and therefore more, more legible, more, not, not the word legible is not the word I'm looking for, more credible manuscripts. Okay. All right, so quick, quick lesson in humanitics. Um, The older translations of the Bible were written from newer or newly discovered manuscripts. Okay. Some of the newer translations of the Bible are actually being translated that way because they have found older manuscripts. Does that make sense? So if I wrote a Bible translation, for instance, in, say, 1810, that was dated from manuscripts that were 400 years old, right? And somebody comes and writes a translation in, say, 2020 from translations that were, say, six, 700 years old. Newer translation, older manuscripts, and therefore higher authenticity. Does that make sense? Older translation, but newer manuscripts, and therefore less authenticity. Yeah, just a small theological knowledge just for you to understand. All right, so some of these newer guys have the privilege of older, more credible texts. Because a lot of the scriptures were... Um, You've you've heard the the, the word scribes? Yes, scribes were essentially transcribers, writers. So what you found before papyrus scrolls came about is that these guys will copy copies of copies, of copies, so they could disseminate. Now, because you're in an era where you just photocopy or get a soft copy, You don't appreciate how much talent the Bible went through to be given to you in the form that is given to you now. It's important to appreciate the history of the journey of the Bible. Do you understand? Don't get so caught up in technology. That's why I always tell you, nothing beats having a physical Bible. Nothing. The amount of work that has gone into putting this together. It's worth owning one yes, sir. honestly it's worth owning one just for the amount of work that has gone into putting this together because then all they had was one and they will copy and copy and don't forget they started from verbal teachings until paul's letters so they will copy and copy and copy and sometime along the line there will be errors of transcription are you following me now? Yes. So errors of transcription most times will then translate to or will yeah, evolve into errors of translation. Yes. Because at the point of transcribing, if you got something wrong, something as little as when the enemy comes against you, uh-huh. like a flawed yeah. comma, that comma in the wrong place changes the entire text. Yes. When the enemy comes against you like a flawed the spirit of the Lord lifts up His standard. So, is the enemy coming against you like a flood? Then the Lord, no. When the enemy comes against you like a flood, the spirit of God lifts a standard. Yes. yes. Sir. The yes. standard is the flood. Yes. Sir. Yes. The sir. Yes, sir. standard is the flood. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence comes my help? No. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Semicolon. Original translation. From whence? Question. Mm, okay. Accent. From whence comes my help? Is a question. Because the next line answers. My help cometh from the Lord. Why would you then say. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where comes my help? If your help comes from the Lord. Is is He heals the Lord? Is the Lord the hills? See. New New King James has corrected it. It makes all the difference. But people render it, I lift up my eyes to the hills from where comes my help. And so you now go to the mountain to pray. Yeah. So errors of transcription inevitably lead to errors of translation, which inevitably lead to errors of interpretation. It's important for you to understand context. So you say, Noah found Grace. In the sight of the lord you say he that wins a soul is wise what were they saying put that proverbs 11 um, scripture back on the screen and let's see how the tpt puts it yeah. for a life lived loving god bears lasting fruit but well, the one who is, is truly wise wins souls mm-hmm. you see what winning souls mean put the message up a good life is a fruit bearing tree a violent life destroys souls Soul winning there refers to gaining a friend in terms of adversity or in terms of trouble. Not losing a friendship. Contextually, it means you're in trouble or something is going wrong and you dealt with it and did not lose the relationship. You're wise. Contextually. Does that make sense? Contextually. Not what you are reading into it. Because even in the English, soul winning does not appear in the New Testament. Yeah. It is from Proverbs 11 that we lifted soul winning yes. and made it synonymous with evangelism. Yes. But contextually, Proverbs 11 is not talking about evangelism. Just like a man's gift makes a way for him, yes. it's not talking about your tailoring skill yes. or your makeup. They make a way for you. No it's a it man's gift there's a man's bribe yes. Yes. we'll give him access yes. contextually not your skill will you get favor by your skill oh yes is that what that verse is saying no. No, yeah that's not what it means put that up again in the NLT I think that's Proverbs 18 I'm just trying to establish this Proverbs 18 16 just to lay groundwork. Look at that. Look at that. Giving a gift can open doors. It gives access to important people. And go to King James. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So your singing skill, your singing gift. Hmm. Your babbing gift. How does the TPD put this? we have it in the message right we should Proverbs so you see contextually our interpretation for decades have been wrong seeth yeah, thou a man diligence in his business let's stand before kings and not bear men but not this verse not this verse John 10 10 The thief comes but to steal. Satan can John 10 10 is not talking about Satan.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: It's not Satan. Contextually, in John 10, Satan is not in the, in the conversation at all. False prophets who are teaching nonsense apart from the way that Jesus came to be are the ones who are stealing, killing, and destroying. Because it starts in verse 1. It tells you who the thieves and robbers are. And it's not Satan, mm-hmm. it's false teachers. So contextually, so many such things in scripture that you must understand. Call no man father. Yes. Mm-hmm. Though you have many instructors, you don't have many fathers. In Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Yes, yes. We have a problem. Call no man father.
2: Yeah.
1: Says Jesus. But Jesus was saying you should call nobody father. Paul got it wrong. That's what they've said. This is the New Testament, guys. Again, my problem is if you start pointing out to me what Paul got wrong, I, I cannot believe what he got right. I, I, I've said it over and over. I, I have a problem believing that I am saved by grace through faith, not of works, if it's coming from the same person that said some things and they are not correct because he said what what i received i didn't confer with flesh and blood yes. Yes. he said i received the first corinthians 11 i received directly from the lord directly from the lord that which i also gave to you so what's the context because if you look at it literally speaking, it means that every time you call your biological father father, father you yes, are disobeying Jesus. Of course, of course. Because Jesus didn't say he didn't say he didn't say call no man father except the one that born
2: you.
1: Right? Yeah. Is that Call no man father? So contextually, aha So you see why Bible study is serious business. It's not for babies. Yes, sir. It's so you can grow. So when you say Noah found grace, don't automatically take what is in the New Testament and apply it to Noah. Because this all died not having obtained the promise. Yes, sir. You get it? Yes, sir. That's why I went through that whole journey, so we to understand the way that this thing works in Scripture. But the majority of the times that the word grace is used in the Old Testament, chen or Chanan, a few times here and there, it's referred to, it refers to people that found grace with God, but the bulk of the times, it refers to people who found grace with one another. You hear somebody saying, If I found grace in your sight, talking to another person. You know, Joseph's brothers told him, If I found grace in your sight, you know, take me, let Benjamin go back. You know, uh, was Nabal's wife, Abigail, I believe, came to David, if I found grace in your sight. So, people referring to that, obviously, it cannot be what we understand grace, presumably, to be. Make sense? Most of those instances were favor. And that's why it, over the years, took on the the illusion that grace is unmerited favor. There's a lot more than that. A lot more than that. A lot more than that. In the New Testament, the word is charis, C-H-A-R-I-S. Charis, some, some renditions spell it or transliterate it, K-H-A-R-I-S, same thing. Grace as a gift or blessing brought to man by Jesus Christ. Can you hear the difference?
2: Yes,
1: so in the new testament grace is not apart from jesus that's the first lesson do you get that old testament favor with god with man new testament man cannot give you grace you get it in the old testament men found grace in the sight of men because of what it means contextually favor In the New Testament, it is referring to a gift or a blessing brought to man by Christ Jesus. So it's narrower in the New Testament. Therefore, in the New Testament, man cannot give you grace. But grace can give you man's attention. Because grace in the New Testament carries the gift or blessing brought to man by Christ Jesus. Of course that includes favor it's a compound word just like soteria is includes favor includes because it's blessing right so includes favor, gratitude thanks, kindness that kind of stuff Do you get it yes, sir. So contextually now from the way that the word grace is used in the New Testament yes. we will say that grace is God's own ability to conferred upon and some of you have heard this definition before Pav's definition grace is God's own ability conferred upon an otherwise ordinary man that makes him achieve extraordinary things inside God's will grace is God's own ability conferred upon an otherwise ordinary man that makes him achieve extraordinary things inside God's will Emphasis on (laughs) Inside God's will Grace is God's own ability Conferred upon an otherwise ordinary man That makes him achieve extraordinary things Inside God's will Did you get that Simply put when sons Are graced They can Full stop Full stop Yes when sons, graced, yes, they
2: can. They can.
1: Yes, when sons are graced, they can. When sons are graced, they can. Okay. See, some of us, hmm. we, we have seen grace, so. Oh. Because it is unto a man who has revelation of grace that nothing is impossible.
2: Yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we never look at our ability. What do we have? It's like me, I never spend from what I have. Ever. I never have to spend. <laughs> I have because I'm spending. And we start something. When we start it, we will not stop until we finish it. We don't we don't wait and say, Oh, I have hundred K. What can I use it to do? Me. Me. Hundred K even in dollars is nothing. That's fifty mil. What's that? So, was 50 mil no we spend we are having we are spending we are spending we are having
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. so there is a lot that you will not do in life if you are waiting to be able to do
0: yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. I repeat there is so much you will not do if you are waiting to believe that you can do until you are waiting to be able to do so now I have money let me start Now I'm ready. Everything I have clear. There's nothing against me anymore. Chances are you have missed your time. Because again, you have understood peace is not the absence of the storm. Peace is not release. Oh, now I have release. (laughs) An opportunity might have gone right past you while you were calculating release. If you're waiting until you feel you're able to do, there's not much you can do. There's not much you can do. There's not much you can do. And you keep waiting to be able. And you forget that Paul made clear to the Corinthian church in 2 Corinthians 3. Not that we have any sufficiency yes, yes, yes. of ourselves. Yes, sir. I repeat again, guys, man. If you pay attention to consciousness. It's sad when people keep running around asking fathers. What is your ministry secret what is your ministry secret because you think that knowledge that's in the public domain is cheap yeah. that's the average that's the problem with the average african average african does not regard knowledge that is in the public domain you want something esoteric you want something bespoke something that is unique to the person selling it so every pastor, man of God, teacher, preacher Goes around looking for something That stands them out from everybody else Introducing to you something that is new and deep yeah. So when you search all of the internet And you can't find any corroboration You say, Kai, my pastor is very deep yeah. But when we show you scripture Show you translations Show you the original language Show you the meaning Point you to where you can see what we see You don't value it, you don't value us so you keep looking and getting to error that's the problem so people want to show you mysteries mm-hmm. keys steps dimensions realms portals because yes. that's what appeals to the average person something that nobody else is having so somebody can tell you five ways to walk in supernatural favor or to walk in in, in a, to have a supernatural life or to enjoy the best of God and Jesus Christ is number four he's one of the five ways because you're wanting something more and it's simple you're not interested not interested when sons are graced they can because it's God's ability in you and you just being conscious of it that's all it takes so, when you look at somebody who has understood the workings of grace, you can conclude in your flesh that he's proud. So, if you can look around and see someone and say, Ah, this guy is proud. And you are comfortable enough to walk away from stuff because you realize it's not everything you must do.
2: It's yes, not yeah.
1: so everyone you must do for. And you're looking from the in, outside in, you think, Ah, this one is full of himself. Because it takes grace to read grace. Flesh can't read grace. That's why it is a thorn in the flesh of flesh. Nothing troubles carnality like grace. Nothing troubles works and law like grace. Nothing troubles self-piosity and self-righteousness like grace. Grace is the thorn in the flesh of flesh. Contrary to the argument that grace enables the flesh. The flesh hates grace. That's the fight. Because grace calls you into the ability of God. Are you listening to me? The ability of God. There's a difference between somebody who does what everybody's doing and a son of God who does what everybody else is doing. Yes, the difference is that you're a son. Yeah. You're graced. Yeah. So you can. Yes, sir. It's not. <laughs> what a wedding house. Again, if you're looking for secrets, I'm teaching you for free. Yes, Stop looking for stuff that the scriptures have made clear. Somebody can have gone to school and study something and have 19 degrees, you can sit down. You are an internet and Holy Spirit. And the mastery you will gain over the same thing will confound somebody who got it by secular education. Don't joke with grace. People attack the grace of God because they don't understand it. I repeat, flesh cannot understand grace. So some of the hustle will be very, very radically different if you spend some of that time just being conscious yes. of the grace of God. Yes. Of the grace of God. People around me, ask them. You come and say, I'm looking for my key. I can't find it. I was cutting something, you know, and I, I, the, the pattern um, is, I have a block. I say, stop. Pray in the spirit. And don't do religiously. Don't, don't, don't do murmuring. Stop. So just stop. Exact the weight of God upon that condition. You will never ever open your mouth in your life again and say, I was confused. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Never in your life would you open your mouth and say, oh, I was so frustrated. Just shut it down. Pray in the Holy Ghost. It's such amazing energy. Yeah. Grace begins to surge out of you because when sons are graced they can. Yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir. they can
1: when sons are graced they can Who is he scripture says who depends on the arm of flesh yes. so you came and you feel like ah I rest yesterday ah today go set no and you say oh you have done it for a long time no we have been doing it for a long time it's not that the long time we have done it has not made us experienced. No, it's that we have been spending grace like this for a long time. <laughs> Do you understand the difference? It's not like, oh, now you're used to it. No, it's not a using to. It's not a, use, it's not a using to. So when we tell you that grace is the ability of God, it's what we have been spending for a long time. It's not that it gets easier because we have done it and we have experience. No, not experience. It's just going at his word. Yes, sir. Are you understanding me? Yes, sir. It's just going at his word. So the sons are like grace, they can't. And so if you look at your body and look at how you feel, many times if it was based on me. I've resigned from this church, many times every time i'm not doing again i'm not doing again oh, i have a life many times i've given up so you think oh we just go i ah, like to preach he like to teach by spending grace yes, sir. spending grace that's how real grace is yes, that's why paul will scream and shout i am what i am by the grace of god Next to the Holy Spirit resident in you, who came into you, came into you by virtue of the faith of God you received. Because that's what got you saved and then got you filled. The next best thing God can do for you is give you grace. The next best thing God did for you is give you grace. Hey, listen to me grace. When sons are graced, they can. Grace is how anything is possible. Can we say that together? Grace is how anything is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. I, I, I'm going to add something because we're, we're dealing with grace consciousness. Even in the world, grace is how anyone succeeds. I can see how troubled Marcus's face is at that statement. You know how you—that feels that you smell something, huh? Anyone? There's a lot that we don't know in the faith, though, As believers, There's a lot that religion has blinded our eyes to. If anybody prospers any other way but God, God is replaceable. There's a lot of there's a lot of darkness that has enveloped the church for ages a lot of darkness meanwhile the truth is clear in scripture spoiler alert which gift is not included in every good and perfect gift comes from above the father of light shortly in this teaching you will see how the grace of god in jesus is how the entire world is enlightened any sense the world has that works is from God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The devil has none. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So over the years we have created a dichotomy. Mm. Us versus them. Yes. They are prospering and getting ahead yes. in certain areas of your, their life. You are here playing God yes. okay. and victimizing, bastardizing, painting black a people who are prospering by God. Grace is how anything, I didn't say anything in the kingdom. <laughs> Grace is how anything is possible. Grace is how anything possible is achievable. I'm taking it line by line. Are you following me? Yes, <laughs> sir. Grace is how anything is possible. Grace is how anything that is possible is achievable. In other words, grace is both the conceptualization. Let me speak small English so that Barahat can be proud of his father. (laughs) Grace is the conceptualization and the implementation and the execution of any possibility. Grace. The conceptualization conceptualize yeah. Eh? Yeah. implement yeah. execute any possibility does that make sense yes. to think up something yeah. to create a concept that's, what, that's where the word conceptualize comes from mm-hmm. right yes. to, to conceive any possibility to implement it to bring it into action to execute it to see it through to the end yes. grace yes, anybody the creator of the ak47 yeah. Grace you say? Grace I say. In the unbeliever you say? In the unbeliever I say. When you understand some things, you stop convert converting what they have. You will start shining light to become what they have where you are. Yes, you will stop judging look at them, look at them, look at them. you will start using your advantage. Yes, your advantage there's nothing that stops you from becoming yeah. nothing i've said it over and over the son of god is the most potent person in all the earth yes, sir. the church is the most powerful force in all the earth but you see africans must detach oh holy spirit help me with these people uh-uh. africans must detach themselves from the christianity the white man sold you yes,
2: sir. Yes, sir. <laughs>
1: It's dangerous to not have knowledge so what did they do they came to take what you had with no consequence and in order to do that we must distract you a little bit so let our missionaries come with us introduce to you a new religion that tames you so in order to break you we take your conscience take your religion Give you something that tames you. All the missionaries were being sponsored by the slave traders. Yes, sir. They were the major, bene, the, the, the major uh, donors to the church yeah. in that day. Right. Churches yeah. sponsored slavery on their own ships. Yeah. 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 churches. So now we teach you the gospel in its purity. You suspect it because you are programmed to think like a slave. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Until you see God the way that he intended to be seen. The way he is. You will struggle for the rest of your life. You won't get anywhere. You won't get anywhere. You clap your way through life. Dance your way through life. Shout your way through life. Pray your way through life. And then things are not falling in place. Because your, your thinking programming has not been changed. There's a coding that must be altered in your paradigm. Yes,
2: sir. Your mindset, uh, the way you think. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: The way you think. Freedom is in the mind. Freedom is in the mind. Until you change your mindset. Until you see the color of the shirt from the person wearing it. Yes, sir. L- listen, limitations are not real.
2: Yes, sir. I- okay. Yes, sir.
1: Oh, Alexander Victor, limitations are not real. Doesn't exist in the vocabulary of sons of God.
2: Yes sir, yes
1: sir. That's why you must be careful who you roll with. They will colonize you. Narrow down your dream to a small capsule that they can manage. Because most people are, are intimidated by your sense of possibility. I said a lot of people are intimidated yes. by your sense yes. of possibility. Yes. Yes, sir. When you think of something that is possible that somebody else close to you did not think of, yes, and they see that because you have thought it, yes. you're on your way to doing it. Mm-hmm. They will cut it down to
0: size—a
1: yes. size that ceases to intimidate them.
0: Yes. Yes, sir.
1: And then in most cases you will abdicate that dream or remix it and hear somebody else doing it and and prospering thereby. In the same place that you could have done it. Grace is how anything is possible. Grace is how anything that is possible is Achievable. achievable. Because grace is a combination of divine possibility and divine ability. Grace is a combination of what? Divine, divine ability. Whose divine possibility? God. Whose divine ability? God. That's why it's important that you must know the will of God. Willingness consciousness. It's important you must have the faith of God. Faith consciousness. Because God doesn't sponsor what He didn't ordain. In other words, you will not enjoy God's divine ability in something that is not His will for time, for you. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let's get into scripture. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and do not be conformed to this world, But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So how would you prove his good, acceptable and perfect will? One will, by the way, not three wheels of God. Yeah. Uh, Let's see how the TPT puts his verse. Verse two. Out of stop imitating the ideas and opinions of the culture around you but being wholly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think fantastic, this will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and pleasing his eyes it's just it's one will I taught us again that we have three God has three wills, it can be good it's not acceptable then we're acceptable and I'll not be perfect how does the message put this? instead fix your attention on god you'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it his will good adjective of his will acceptable adjective of his will perfect adjective of his will not three separate wheels or three realms please who has heard what i'm saying before how to go from his goodwill, you might watch about you're careful with that decision, you might end up just in his good will, but it's not acceptable. Or at best, you can even get into the acceptable will. Doesn't mean that it's his perfect will. Yeah, yeah. You can be careful, it might not be his perfect will. So God looks at you, knows what he wants for you, gives you some of it because you didn't work for the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 4, 22-24 Our minds are renewed for knowing his will yeah. That you put off concerning your former conduct The old man which grows corrupt according to The deceitful lusts And be renewed in the Spirit of your minds Be renewed in the spirit of your mind 24 And that you put on the new man Which was created according to God In true righteousness and holiness First Corinthians 2 renewed in the spirit of your mind. 1 Corinthians two six. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The hidden, hidden, somebody say hidden. Heed. Wisdom, which God ordained before the ages for our glory. You can't stop here. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Which none of the rulers of this age knew, for had they known They will not have crucified the Lord of glory. We keep going. But as it is written, follow now, hidden. Before the ages. For our benefit. Rulers of the age didn't know. That's why they killed Jesus. (laughs) Audacious rulers of this this age. But as it is written, see why I've taught you in this house that this does not apply to you. As it is written, I has not seen. Nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Hold on before you go to the next verse, go back to verse 9. I've said over and over, no believer in Christ Jesus. We pray in this prayer.
2: Yes, yes
1: it's not your reality.
2: Yes,
1: it's not your reality. See verse 10. But God has revealed them to us to us through his spirit. What has he revealed? what is them he has revealed them to us through his spirit how the spirit searches all things here the deep things of God for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit every time I talk about this thing it excites me because only gift now can know what is in the mind of gift only gift Can know what is in gift's mind. Only star, right now, knows what is in star's mind. So stars, only star knows star. Only gift knows gift. No one knows the mind of a man except the man. No one knows the mind of God except God. But the thing now is, God wants you to know His mind. And if, if only the Spirit of God knows the mind of God. Just as only the spirit of man knows the mind of man, if man will know God, God must come into man. Because it's the spirit of a person that knows the person. God now carries his spirit, which is how he knows himself, and puts it into you so that now you know God. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. No one knows my mind except my spirit because I'm a spirit. Yes. No one knows your mind except your spirit. But I want you to know me. So I I can talk all I want or I can carry my spirit and put into you. Take out your hard drive with your OS and just slot mine in. And by virtue of you having my spirit, you know me. Because it's my spirit that knows me. Yes. That's why ultimately there's a conformation from wife to husband. There's a conformity by virtue of time spent in fellowship. Ideas you become like you sound like you talk like you act like you behave like. You have your own individuality, but it's found inside your conformity to the image you're following. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir.
2: Right, sir. That's
1: what it is. So go on in that verse. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God keep going these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged By 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 no one 16 for who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him we have the mind of christ we have the spirit of god so we can know the mind of god the mind of god or the mind of christ so that we walk in his will you know why it's important to walk in his will hmm. Because the will of God is the only territory that is sponsored by grace. Yes, sir.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. In other words, the grace of God operates within the remit of his will. Oh, let me repeat what I said. It's important that you know the will of God because the will of God is the only territory sponsored by grace. You as a believer will not enjoy the grace of God outside the will of God. That's why when a Nigeria tells you, I don't go late by God's grace. You don't late, die.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I finish late. If I is not coming. Because he quoted a, a phrase that he doesn't know the theological background of. Special grace. If I have time, we'll reach there today. If not, we'll continue. Special grace. If there's anything special about it, it's all of us that have it. No individual has special grace above the other. See, the will of God is the territory sponsored by grace. Are you getting it? So let me deal with something that's very common (laughs) as a problem in theology. Common grace saving grace special grace common grace is what usually is referred to in theological circles to describe what I shared earlier that everybody in the universe enjoys the grace of God the grace of God is how anything is possible most times we think that everybody who is not saved doesn't benefit from God but that's not true. Because God did not create. Hmm. By intention. God did not create any man to be unsaved. Yes. That's why creation. He didn't create two worlds. Yes. The, the plan was not for any unsaved person to exist. So if not for the four. There will be no such thing as an unsaved person. Or as an unbeliever. So when God created. He created. He created man in his image. Full stop. Mankind in his image. Now at the point that man fell. Hear me carefully. At the point that man fell. If God was not gracious. Mankind should have been terminated. Instantly. He tells Adam that you will die. And Adam died. To the spirit. In the flesh. The guy lived 900 years. So he lived at least 600 to 700 years after he fell. Had children, sons and daughters. What kept man alive after he died? The The grace of God. Man, supposedly, and I will come to that demon and kill it today. Yes. Supposedly fell from grace because, again, over the centuries or decades, particularly, we have defined falling from grace as falling into sin. If Adam fell from grace, why did God kill animals, shed blood, and clothe him with the skin? If Adam fell from grace, why did God sustain him? And give him what some of you are praying for. Long life. I thought he fell from grace. He 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 he, he gave birth to children without praying for them. That's a lot of achievement for someone. Who fell from grace? It would also make the grace of God so conditional that you should tread lightly with it, which is how religion has sold it. What does it mean to fall from grace? God is not good to believers, God is good. The question is to what degree can somebody appropriate the goodness of God? Not is he good to everybody? God is not necessarily good to anybody, he's good. It's not the body's presence that determines his goodness, he's good before bodies in fact the bodies came about by his goodness by his kindness god is good and because he's the god of all flesh oh, he's the father of his sons oh but he's still god oh, of all flesh he's not a bad god so now Wari has his Shakir kingdom has a new king. He's now fantastically sweet to the Shakiris in Wari. And he's obscenely nasty to the Ijors and the Robos in Wari because they are not his subjects. That's not a good king. If he's good only to the Shakiris, he's a bad king. If he's a good king, everybody benefits of his goodness, most especially the Shakiri's. Yeah. Oh, go away from me! I I'm, I'm, are you Shakiri? It's because you managed to be in won't worry. No, he's a good king or he's a bad king. And God is still God. He's your father? Hey, yay! But he's king. He's God, a good one. that means everybody under his jurisdiction will enjoy a measure of his goodness now you can sit in one corner looking for special goodness or you can understand God is good to all, understand the workings of that goodness and leverage it as a son so it can work for you because the person it is working for, it is working for the person by the goodness of God whether he acknowledges God or not. Are you here? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Matthew 5 and Bob What are you saying? Matthew 5:44. Please look at this carefully. Who is speaking? Jesus. What does he say? Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Stay here. Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. This was this was Jesus before the cross. I didn't permit you to kill your enemies. Okay. Didn't permit you to to cause them to fall down and die. In which case, you should have said, "Well, you know, he hadn't died yet. You know, Christ of God hasn't kicked in. So, you know, killing spree." Love your enemies. Ouch. Bless those who curse you. It says. Pray For those who spitefully use and persecute you, and not for them to die. See the next verse that you may be sons of your father in heaven. Look at this. Look at this next line. He's good like that, he's cool like that. Stay in 45 and give me TPT. He's kind to all. Did you see that third line, he's kind to all. By bringing the sunrise to warm and rainfall to refresh, whether a person does what is good or evil, are we doing okay?
2: Yes,
1: the message. Third line. This is what God does. He gives his best. The sun. Okay, let's let's go back and read that. Correct to English. He gives his best to everyone, regardless. Yeah. What is there in the end dash? Yeah, that's an end dash. Yeah. Not two hyphens together, an end dash. Yeah. He gives his best. He, the best is therefore the sun to warm yeah. and the rain to nourish. Yeah. He gives this to who? Everyone, regardless. Let's explain what regardless means. Colon. the good and the bad. Yeah. The nice, and the nasty. Otherwise, if you are a farmer and you are not born again and rain is falling, you and your other neighbor. Do you understand? Yes. On the person who is not born again, oh boy, no rain for you, sir. Yes. And look at me. God is able yes. Yes. to do it. It's not a hard thing at all. Yes. He's able. You plant yam like this <laughs> fresh yam before Caleb comes to uproot it. If you remember his story. <laughs> Before he shows up to uproot it, yes, if you're not born again, all your yams will wither. Yes, but if you're born again, come
2: on, see.
1: fresh, fresh n- yams. N- <laughs> n- you know the y- yams. <laughs> yes, but no, God is kind to all. Somebody yes, so, say, Come on, grace. Acts fourteen sixteen and seventeen. I love God's word. Yes, are you learning? Give me where the, the sentence begins. Maybe 15. Thank you. 14. But where the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard this, they tore their clothes and ran in among the multitude, crying out and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men with the same nature as you and preach to you that you should turn from these useless things to the living God who made the heaven, the earth, the sea and all things that are in them who that's god right who in bygone generations allowed look at this carefully allowed all nations that's everybody to walk in their own ways keep going nevertheless he did not leave himself without witness in that he did good gave us rain all of us from all nations doing our own thing gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons Filling our hearts with food and gladness as unbelievers. Go back to verse 16. Give me a modern translation. <laughs> In the previous generations, he allowed the nations to pursue their own ways. Go on, comma. Yet. He never left himself. If you are faithless, he is faithful. He cannot deny himself. He never left himself without a clear evidence of his goodness. For he blesses us with rain from heaven and seasons of fruitful harvest. And he, go on, nourishes us with food to meet our needs. He satisfies our lives and euphoria fills our hearts. The message. Go back to 16. 16. In the generations before us, God let all the different nations go their own way. But even then, he didn't leave them without a clue. For he made a good creation. Pour down rain and give bumper crops. When your bellies were full and your hearts are happy, there was evidence of good beyond your doing. God has to be real. So much That some fake wannabe gods Try to pervert him Are you here Can I show you a few more scriptures Psalm 145 verse 9 Psalm 145 verse 9 The Lord Is good To all And his tender mercies Are over all his works All TPT God, everyone sees your goodness for your tender love is blended into everything you do. The message God is good to one and all, everything He does is suffused or suffused with grace. Now, you see, what a while ago, watching award ceremonies, I stopped that righteousness. I used to do that before. I'll be angry when a hip hop artist comes up. I like to give glory to God. Yes. Be like, hey, shut up. You don't know him. Yes. You are lying. Yes. It's, it's, it's interesting how these guys acknowledge the goodness of God yes. more than you.
2: Yes.
1: They will come. They've done everything. And they acknowledge that, man, God is you. Yes. Now, you want them to sing gospel song first yes. before you can believe. That they are grateful to God for his grace. Before you can even believe that God's grace worked for them. If somebody who is not doing what you approve of comes and says at the end, God is good. See, believe them. (laughs) (laughs) Believe them. After you believe them, learn from them. Learn grace from them. The gift of creativity came from who? Business acumen. From who? The sense that they have perverted to lead others astray. Came from where? From where? God. God. And because you keep giving Satan credit for creation. Is why you have made him the opposite of God. Rather than the servant of God that he is. So Satan is now at par. God opposites Satan. When sons of God came to God, Satan came. So at best, he would have been regarded as the type and shadow of a child of God, not of a contemporary of God. Are you here? Yes, Same 145 of Psalms 15 and 16. Grace consciousness. Look at this. The eyes of all look expectantly to you, that's God yes. all yes. not all believers yes. all and you give them their food in due season 16 you open your hand and satisfy the desire
2: every, of every
1: living thing of every living thing 15 and 16 played in the TPT You have captured our attention and the eyes of all look to you. You give what they hunger for at just the right time. 16. When you open your generous hand, it's full of blessings satisfying the longings of every living thing. The entire circle of life is run by the grace of God. He's that good contrary to how he's been portrayed the issue is not that God is not good to all the issue is what measure of this goodness can I take advantage of from the inside oh Jesus did you guys hear what I said it's not is God good to the unbeliever no no, God is good to all now as a son that knows the workings of God because of his spirit that lives in me I should be able to leverage this goodness of God in a way that the unbeliever cannot. Yes, sir. That's what makes you a believer. Because yes, the unbeliever gets out of the goodness of God. Yes, what God is giving to all. Yes, Sons take what is reserved for them yes, that unbelievers don't have access to. Yes, See if an unbeliever is prospering a believer should prosper even more yes, in the same field that the unbeliever is prospering in. Yes, sir. But see, we have taught that you know what, this is church. You have no business with all of these things. Just follow the Lord. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Don't, don't, don't worry yourself with all of this. The world belongs to the devil. Um, the earth is the
0: Lord's.
1: And the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein, for he founded it. Psalm four twenty-four. 24. Psalm 24, verse 1 and 2. I believe it's 24. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, King James. The world and those that dwell therein. Verse 2. For he, he, had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods, upon the waters. He. What did the devil create? So he's when you say he's the prince of this world, oh, oh, holy spirit, oh, what bind has teach teachers, God gives you grace. We he's, he's the prince of this world is again contextual usage. World, cosmos, not universe. He's the prince of this prevailing system. Not he's the king of this thing. What did he? Cre- how How is he king of what God created? The heavens are the Lord's heavens. The earth has He given to the sons of men. God never gives it on anything. So he's the prince of this cosmos he's the one who runs this system why you let him you let him that's why he's running stuff because you've allowed you have given it to him and he is the one preaching to you to have nothing to do with what's going on here to keep you perpetually distracted while he runs the thing are you hearing me now there were wealthy people in the New Testament. Why didn't Paul tell them to stop their businesses? Lydia, the cloth merchant, and Priscilla and Aquila and all the other guys. Philemon. Why didn't he tell them to just... What's, what's his name? The guy that hosted the church in Gaius. Why didn't he just tell them, you don't need money. He will not turn and tell the Corinthian church, you are bad givers. And he will stress you because the Macedonian church supplied all my needs. And in fact, I robbed other churches to come and do ministry to you. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Yes, sir. Money is not the root of all evil. The Bible doesn't say that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Bible says the love of money yes, is the root of all evil because money answers all things. Yes. Yes, John 1 9. Oh, you will love this one. This is John speaking of Jesus. You see where science, technology, and innovation Nelson get this from. That was the true light. Look up, everybody, at this screen. Which gives light to who? Everyone. Not every believer. Again, we can read ourselves into something. It's, that was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. Every man born of a woman, is under that light. Tippity. For the light of truth was about to come into the world and shine upon Everyone. the message. The life light was the real thing. Every person entering life, he brings into light. The life of all men. We should let the world speak for himself. NLT. The one who is a true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. The original light, language there in John one nine we'll use the word, this is the light that enlightened all men. Enlightens. Berean Literal Bible has that. Enlightens all men. Gives light to everyone. Lighteth everyone. Enlighteneth everyone. Doerim's Bible. New Heart English Bible enlightens everyone. Weymouth New Testament illuminates every man by its coming into the world. Every man. So there's something about the advent of Jesus on the earth that stimulated light, illumination. Uh, innovation Mm -hmm. just because Jesus came. Every man. The coming of Jesus inadvertently benefits creation. How can light slap the world and the world doesn't respond in light? Mm -hmm. Somebody discovered a medicinal cure for something just because the light of Jesus slapped the universe. Somebody created something, discovered something, invented something because Jesus shone Mm -hmm. on the world. There was no believer when these lights were shining. No believer. believer. He shined upon the whole world. Science, technology, innovation from the light that shone upon the world. Luke 6.33 Okay. This is Jesus speaking. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. Romans 3:21. Romans 3.21. Now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Next verse. Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. Go back to verse 20. Therefore by the deeds of the law, no flesh will be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. By works of the law, by righteousness, no one is justified but now in the righteousness of God apart from the law. In other words, I think the NLT says God has given us another way to be made right or to be put right with him. 21 NLT. God, now God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law. Verse 20 says, by keeping the law, no one can be justified. So before Jesus came, there was no one that was right with God. Because doing what the law commands cannot make us right with God. That means we conclude, since there was no one justified, everybody was a sinner. If everybody was a sinner, everybody was a bad guy. We agree? Yes, sir. Everybody was a bad guy. Yes, sir. Because nobody was righteous. Yes, sir. No righteous, no, not one. Yes, sir. Nobody could be justified by keeping the law. Yes, sir. Everybody was bad. Yes, sir. You sure? Yes, sir. You very sure? Yes, sir. Luke 633. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. What is the same? Uh, sorry? What? So sinners do what? Sinners, bad guys, do good. TPPT. Are you really showing compassion when you do good deeds only to those who do good deeds to you? Even those who don't know God will do that. So there is a measure of compassion in the world.
2: Yes.
1: Yes. 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 Conditional, you know, based on stuff but, yes. but there's a measure of good In the world In the bad world yes, sir. Yes, sir. Message If you only help those who help you Do you expect a medal? Garden variety that is displaced in us Do that <laughs> Cheap, cheap, you know Cheap, cheap, tutu in us. Do that so, there's moral good in the world. Yes. Moral good in the world is a display of the grace of God.
2: Yes.
1: See, guys, God's goodness and grace is why the world hasn't turned on its head. Yes. That you can walk on your street and there's somebody who is not born again on your street who hasn't stabbed and raped you mm. is that that person is under the influence of God's grace. Yes. Because everybody who is bad should be doing what kind of things? <laughs> so, what is the enablement in a bad guy to do even the minutest fraction of good works? Grace. What theologians might call common grace. Common, not that it's cheap but that it is universally applicable. See Romans 1 will say, I think in 21, that although they knew God, they knew God, they knew God. I wrote in my book that the very denial of God is proof of his existence. Why are you so animated about something you don't believe is real? Why? You have to understand and appreciate a level of the concept of God yes. to be able to take a stand against him. Because embedded in every man is the ability to respond to God. Yes. That's how faith enters an unbeliever. Yes. Yes. Because everybody's in his image. Yes. Yes. God is how bad guys do good things. Yes. Sir. yes. God, God, the grace of God. The devil does not have what it takes to be good. The day the devil has what it takes to be remotely good is the day God has developed what it takes to be slightly bad. It's not God is good and a little bad. Satan is bad and a little good. You either are or aren't good in the world is of god that is why we have not disintegrated into anarchy because even human government is an expression of the grace of god romans 13 one even human government is an expression of the grace of god let every soul be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except from where from God. and the authorities that exist are appointed by God now that's not to say that God chose presidents okay because it's not personality centered this is office centered yes. okay. the authorities that exist okay. not the personalities that occupy the office God does not appoint presidents. But God appointed the office of a president. Anybody can occupy the office. Who you choose to put in the office is your problem. But the office was appointed of God. Are you getting this now? The authority of governance is appointed by God. Now, who are you put in this is your problem. Yeah, yeah. So, somebody just d- didn't sit down and go, "Oh, you know what? I think we should just have a police." That idea was sponsored by God's common grace. Yes, if there's no authority to regulate crime when crime comes, there'll be anarchy in a society that will engulf both the believer and the unbeliever. Yes. So, for His name's sake, He sets order. That benefits the believer and the unbeliever. Even if it's not a believing order. God is God. God is not a Christian God. (laughs) He's God. He has a universe to run. Are you here now? He has a universe to run. So he sets authorities in place to govern stuff. In the earth. It's not just the church is governing. He's that deliberate in his goodness, in his kindness, in his grace. So the whole world, you see, enjoys the grace of God. Go on. Let's finish verse 13. Um, Chapter 13, verse 1 to 4. Go to verse 2. (laughs) Therefore, whoever resists the authority, resists the ordinance of God. That's why when they said shut down, while they were still suggesting it in this church, we shut down service. And they said do social distancing. We distance ourselves socially. We have consumed liters and liters of sanitizer in this church. We have shot everybody in one part of your body or the other. Because whoever resists the authority, oh, how will he say that? How will he shut the church? God will punish them. God put them there. Go put them there. Yes. Oh, but I must. God put him there. Yeah. It didn't start today. As Cyrus. Yeah. Whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. Yeah. On themselves, oh, you will bring the judgment upon yourself. No, God's not the one judging you. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> For rulers are not a terror to good works, yes. but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good and you will have praise from the same. You are driving a car, have all your particulars. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, God spared me from being caught today. You are, you are deceiving yourself, yeah. they will catch you. I promise you. One will catch you that you will not, you will not be able to pay your way out of. Yes, then you know that God is good. Yeah. It is the goodness of God. Why? Scripture makes it clear. Put by 3 back up on the screen. Do you want to be unafraid of authority? Do what is good. You want to be unafraid? Do good. Yes, yes sir. Do good. Don't cut corners. Yes sir. It's not a son of God style. Yes, sir. There's too much grace for you to do life by cutting corners. Yes, sir. Too much grace. Guys, too much. People are watching. People are watching. Let's finish verse 4. So each time you do that to government, you're you're insulting the grace of God.
2: Yes,
1: sir. So see now, the authority is what?
2: God's minister
1: to you. Eh? you. The police. Is God's minister to you for good? (laughs) Minister. But if you do, he will be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister. An avenger to execute wrath on him. So you see why God doesn't need to kill an arm robber? The law will kill him. It's not us in church that should pray for an arm robber to die. God kill him. No. The law set in place by the grace of God. We'll kill him. <laughs> He'll be shot. We're not praying for him to be shot. God doesn't have to do the shooting. You know, there are people that can do that. Why God is busy being good? <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Why God is busy being good, He has ministers. They will minister to you <laughs> with the administration of righteousness will minister to you. So how is the earth being run by the grace of God? You get this yes, by the grace of God. That's why you can't run out. Oh, oh, hallelujah! So yes, common common grace is at work in the world. It's how people prosper. It's how people succeed at what they do. There's unbelievers that are good at what they do unbelievers who are terrible at what they do believers who are terrible at what they do believers who succeed at what they do if it's good God is the source because God is good if it's terrible devil is the source the devil is evil take out the D God is good add a little zero add an O God is good It's a good God devil is just a bad devil he just just evil he just he just he just nasty you know jesus said that, you, that your father devil has been a murderer from the beginning yes. so there was never a time when devil was good never a time when devil was good from the beginning no, you see, see, if Jesus said that the devil was a murderer from the beginning, it's either he was created as devil on purpose, or heaven ceased totally looking at Lucifer as Lucifer and then started a new page for him when Lucifer became devil. If it's Lucifer that became devil, so I, I understand types and shadows, I understand the types and shadows in the Old Testament are literal as well as they are symbolic. But then again, if we're deferring to truth as from the mouth of Jesus, yes. who says that Satan has been a murderer from the beginning, it means that in the beginning he was reckoned as Satan. Yes. Yes. Not as he evolved from another being. Because in chapter 3 of Genesis, the serpent shows up. Yes. A serpent. Yes. Leviathan. So what does beginning mean in regards to the devil? (laughs) You see where we are Christianity's worst nightmare. So either Lucifer's lamentation was about the king of Tyre, for real, Ezekiel twenty eight, Isaiah fourteen, but if it had to do with Satan who fell from heaven and became Lucifer became Satan, then um, what does in the beginning or from the beginning murder really mean? Now there's, there's record of angels who have been kept in everlasting chains for judgment. But Satan is not mentioned among them. He can't be kept in chains and be showing up in heaven every day. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not possible now. It's not possible. Could it be that because he was created with his job description in view, is why he can enter and come out of heaven anytime he likes? Because he knows he's doing his job. He's a a minister. He's God's minister. (laughs) The devil is a bad devil. That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) See guys, there's so much to explore in God's word. It's not for the faint-hearted. It's not for lazy people. And this is where you gain maturity. Yes. They slap you from anywhere you have grounding. Yes, or else leave it and just go and do business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the entire universe is sits under the canopy of God's grace. Yes, the question is, to what degree can a believer take more advantage of it? We'll look at that the next time we gather. Maybe Tuesday. But let me end here. And sometimes you see that grace is also enjoyed by a connection. Genesis 39, um, go from verse 1. I need verse 5, but go from verse 1. Genesis 39, 1, now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian brought him from the Ishmaelites, bought him, rather, from the Ishmaelites who were taking him down there. The Lord was with Joseph. Say that. The Lord was with Joseph as a slave who, and he was a successful man can we say that and he was a successful man. as a slave who, yes, sir. a Hebrew in Africa
2: yeah.
1: under black masters yes, 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 yes. Egyptians were black yes, sir. Yes, sir. not this amalgamation of Asians that have crossed over the bulk of Israelites Israelites, in wear black. All those fake pictures of Jesus, you oh, fake. All of them are fake. All of them are fake. All of them. All of them white supremacist Jesus. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It teaches like this, that when you finish, you will know for yourself whether or not you're a believer. Yes, it's not that church you're going every Sunday for two hours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. When you can navigate your way doctrinally through scripture with confidence. That's when you're a believer. Just stay out there and have fun. Wait for us to close. Meet us outside. Meet your friends outside. When you can navigate scriptures. And this is the reserve of all sons of God. All. All All sons of God at every level. From the least to the greatest. You have mastery of God's word. Full mastery. Full mastery. Full mastery. You look at scriptures carefully. Look at tradition. Look at Bible history. Look at the scripture itself. And that's why people continue to look at us like we don't know what we're doing. Like we're stupid. They look down on Christians. You don't know what you're saying. You can't hold up yourself in an intellectual argument. Because you got born in the blood. You just washed your sins and washed your brains. But there's knowledge there for us to come into you can, Peter says, be ready to have always be ready to give an answer to those that question you concerning the hope you profess yes, You must have grounding, yes, and it, it comes like this. Yes, it doesn't come by thirty-minute microwave service. Yes, you have those pictures of white Jesus. <coughs> <coughs> the entire universe are beneficiaries of God's grace. Yes, People around us can enjoy the grace of God by a connection. I said to you, that limitations are not real. We see a slave. The Lord was with him. We see a slave and he was a successful man. He was a successful man and was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. (laughs) And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all his slave did To prosper in his hand. In the hand of the slave. So Joseph found favor in his sight. And served him. Then Potiphar made Joseph. Overseer of his house. And all that he had. He put under his authority. A slave. Now see verse 4. For God's sake. Verse 5 So it was from that time From the time that he had made him overseer over his house and all that he had That the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field One man One man Not even so much a man Because a slave is is broken into less of a man. Conducting such grace into his place of influence. He didn't say I'm a slave. Put it up in the NLT. Genesis 39. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake all his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. Six. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing. Except what kind of food to eat. What is the slavery's mentality? Oh, it's my master's thing. There's nothing I will do with my master that will prosper me. It's not my profit. Why should I worry myself about what is not my business? When all the money and the, all the gain is going to my master. Yes, Hi. You have just wasted the grace of God. Because grace is what should elevate you by advantage. Yes, Quickly take you through the ranks. Yes. And one other slave might be scurrying around and say, look at him, look at him. Busy body. Huh. I need your lead and Joseph would I just averned test. You are just kept his. I have grace to dispense. Yes, sir. Fertility comes here because I'm here. It doesn't matter how I am here, whether as a slave, whether as an employee or volunteer, fertility comes here because I am here. And that is what that's what drives me. That's why I've said over and over, pick me up, drop me anywhere. I'm proof that I'll bud again. I'll grow again. Because I've said to you over and over in this house, as I end for today, grace does not rest upon a place. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you went to school, you went to your university five years. No light. No impact. You sneaked your way through school. You wasted five years of grace. Volunteered in the job for six months, no light. Understudied somebody as an apprentice for three months, four months, six, th- one year, no light. You're not conscious of grace. You're not conscious of grace. I'm not talking your business yet. I'm talking that which pertains to another man. And you flourish at it so terribly that there's you become indispensable because you understand that I carry grace, God's divine ability. That makes an otherwise ordinary man suddenly begin to do extraordinary things in God's will. Next time we're going, we'll look at saving grace and what they refer to as special grace and learn how the consciousness of that literally changes everything about our lives. Grace is God's answer to impossibility. God fell in love with people he could not have because the people he fell in love with have exactly what he hates. (laughs) God fell in love with sinners, ungodly people, people that have sinned that he cannot stand. Mm -hmm. Do you understand the possibility here now? God is in love with people he cannot have because people he cannot have are full of what he hates so he cannot have them. To have them, he will kill them. Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes.
1: Who did God fall in love with, my darling? Sinners. Yes. Can God cohabit with sinners? Yes. So God fell in love with people he could not have. Yes. Because of their sin. And sin is what God hates. Because he's of fairer eyes than to behold iniquity. Yes, so God fell in love with people he could not have. Yes. Because the people had what he hates. Yes that defines impossibility
2: Impossibility.
1: but he's the all-powerful god so he supplies possibility to the impossible situation what is the possibility that he supplies grace grace is god saying faith is god knowing or reckoning what he is Grace is God saying I can do what I have proposed I will do. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Faith is God's reckoning of himself, God's persuasion of himself, God's conviction of himself. Grace is God's ability about his conviction. Yes.
2: Yes.
1: Grace is God saying nothing can stop me from doing what I have believed I can do. Yes, yes. Does that make sense? Yes, so God's grace is what possibility supplied mm-hmm. in impossible situations. Now i'm in love with them i can't i can't oh my god i can't even save them now what have i done i I'm, I'm god i'm fallen in love with man mortal man who is a sinner and the one the one man i sent messed everything up i'm in love with them what am i going to do i'm going to go as man i'm going to get a virgin who has not slept with a man before to get pregnant So that when this seed arrives as a man, he's a man that is born of incorruptible seed. You cannot trace this one to Adam. It's not Adam's seed. It's not Adam's sperm that brought about this one. Because if if he's brought about by the union of a man and woman, then he's not pure. He's corrupted. Even if Jesus leaves the earth as a righteous guy, he will just end up being a morally upright, corrupt, bad guy. Yes, sir. Do you understand that? Morally up, upright, corrupt, bad guy. A bad guy that was good. Very good, bad guy. Because he came from bad seed. That's a problem. But we need this man that will pay the price to be absolutely blameless. How are we going to do it? You know what? Get a virgin, Holy Ghost, go to work. Child is born, a son is given, what appeared to all men, grace.
2: grace. Yes, sir.
1: So grace is God's answer to impossibility. Yes, sir. Grace is God saying to your situation, I am possible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not impossible. Now yes. like the apostrophe you forget to add. Yes, Between the I and the M. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I- impossible is the wrong spelling. Yes. <laughs> no i'm waiting for you to get it i'm waiting for you to get it. i'm waiting i'm waiting for you to get it for the believer that does not exist no no grace is god telling your situation
2: impossible
1: it's outside grace that is impossible but in god god is the one announcing to your matter impossible i i am possible That's God's answer to impossibility. When God himself faced one, he answered by releasing grace. The grace of God that brings salvation as I appear to all men. What is your matter?
2: It's
1: a good place to stop. Did you get some of this? Some of it?
0: (laughs) Well, that's it for today's teaching. We trust it has been worth your time. For more of these messages from our stables, kindly subscribe to our teaching podcast at www.thebasileacommission.podbean.com or via the Podbean app on your mobile device. For inquiries and further information, kindly send us an email to info at or find us on social media with the handles at the truth simply put or at while the church. You can also send us an SMS, call us, or connect with us via WhatsApp on 234 70 Finally, if you would like to give to support the work that we do, kindly follow the Patreon link in our podcast or contact our office for details. Thank you.